The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. This is the Spin Doctrines Podcast, the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. I'm Travis Reyes. I'm Kenny Mann. And I'm Amador Salazar. Hell yeah. How's it going? Kenny disappeared for nine hours to diarrhea <laughs> in his pants, but we're back. And uh, we're going to talk about Steven Louder with Crowder Crowder today. And uh, yeah, I'm sick of this fucking guy. We uh, tried to record last week, but had technical difficulties. So, uh, yeah, we did two weeks of research on Steven Crowder, and all of it was bad and not fun. Uh, subscribe to his show. Yeah. His... I'm Blaze Stevie. Yeah, this guy is a <laughs> piece of shit, dude. I hate him a lot. He is uh, a piece of shit. Yep. Not good. Smart, not as smart as he lets on. Yeah, he, no, because he's completely in the dumbest person. Yeah, he's dumb. Exactly. He's not funny. He's not charming. He's never had sex with his wife. I don't know what good he is for the <laughs> world. I don't. I I honestly don't like. I watched like a bunch of his clips today just to kind of be like, let's get like a refresher and like let the venom build up for this guy. And like I wasn't yeah. even mad anymore. I was just like, "What the? F- what does this guy offer anyone? Like, what does he Mugs. offer anyone? He's not funny. He's not smart. He's not charming." But you can be in the mug club, Travis. I don't want to be in the mug, mug club. club. I don't want to be in you whatever. Out- you can drink out of one of those little blue working class like little tin fucking. Oh, is that mugs. the mug he sends? Is that his mug? Yeah, it's like shitty. And it says louder with Crowder on it. Nobody like brings that mug to work, so. Like he sends you, you like, like. So the mug he sends you when he's out of his clubs, like a, the mug that like someone who works on like scaffolding and like. Yeah. Great Depression era Brooklyn. Yeah, it's like that from? blue and it has like those little white speckles. Mm, okay. It's one of those. Mm, yeah. Sounds like a good deal. So I get it. <laughs> he's good now. Uh, Sign yeah. your life away, and you get a mug. Yeah, so let's jump right into uh, the shithead. Uh, Kenny, you got <laughs> got anything about his past? His good Just past? Just a little bit. Um, he was born in Detroit, Michigan uh, in 1987 to Darren and Francine Crowder. Um, his family shortly moved there to like Montreal, 
afterwards like he wrote his entire childhood and like teenage years was in canada so he's like another one of those interesting right wingers that doesn't even live here it's weird that nice. his family uh fled america that's <laughs> usually it's the opposite where it's like their family yeah. moved here and he's like our family left this shithole robocop kid rock town to move to drake i was listening country. uh to this one podcast where he was talking about his dad um uh, where he was interviewing his dad. Apparently, he calls him Papa Crowder or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, like a smurf? <laughs> I don't know. I was just listening to the audio. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> what did he call him Daddy? He's like, hey, Daddy. Oh, but in the interview, I am Papa Crowder. I'm he kept trying to like talk his dad up. He was like, You played hockey. Like, you played it at a high level. And his dad was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> Later, here and there. Wait, so uh, in that podcast, did you find anything out about his dad? Not really. It's just that it was like, um, it wasn't his actual podcast. It was somebody else talking about his dad stuff. So it was clips. Because, <laughs> um, like, I Google. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, isn't his dad the producer of his yeah. stupid show? Yeah, so when I found that out, and, like, and there's this weird thing someone pointed out. Like, in any picture of him, like, at an event or flying somewhere, his dad is, um, his dad's there. Like, he's never, like, flying or driving or, like, at events on his own. Steven Crowder, have you guys heard of Britney Gate? No. Like, with Britney Spears is, like, held hostage by her dad? <laughs> That's Steven Crowder's situation, oh, too. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I bet it's, the, I don't know that for sure but yeah the only difference is i want to fuck britney spears and i (laughs) i don't want to fuck steven crowder hey old old dreams die hard um (laughs) i I think the britney thing is real though right oh yeah no that's real there's there's been litigation and shit but crowder is just like a prisoner of his dad's emotions (laughs) it's his own design yeah some weird like you know that movie secretary it's like that but with Stephen Crowder and his dad <laughs> instead of Katie Holmes and James Spader. Um, but yeah, no, I, but his dad's like in every, like, you know, behind the scenes photo with him. And people were like, that's weird. Cause sure. He's a producer, but it's also weird <laughs> to be like a 30 year old man. And your producer doesn't like do that. Your you producer doesn't like follow you every single where you go. It's weird. And yeah. so I Googled his dad because he's like, I don't want to fucking know, one, what this guy did that he can, like, just afford. Because Alex Jones's dad is the producer on his show. But Alex Jones's dad was, like, a super rich dentist who, like, gave Alex the money to start InfoWars. And then when it took off, he quit his job. And, and Ben Shapiro has, like, a rich dad. So I was like, this guy has to have, like, his dad has to be, like, a rich guy. There's literally no anything on his dad online. Yeah, I tried to find stuff. You can find his address. You can find his home address, which is weird. Yeah, which is also... um, I have a subscription to the White Pages, and you can look up basically anybody and get their address. (laughs) Steven Crowder's address is just his dad's address. (laughs) Wait, does he live with his parents? So either, like, he is, like... basement. 
not letting his real address get out there because obviously people would go to his house and beat the <laughs> shit out of him. We'll find him. <laughs> or, or there's reason to believe that just like his dad's in every background, I think he might actually live with his parents. Well, I found some video from his show of him and his dad doing like jujitsu at his garage. It's like super yeah, weird that you let your dad, like, I, my dads are dead, so I want to let, so they can't do that to me. But if they weren't dead, I'd be, <laughs> and they were like, hey, let's wrestle in a garage, I'd be like, no, I'm 30 years old. I don't, it's weird. Yeah. They have a weird you relationship. Can, I like the idea of uh, Papa Crowder just being in the background of every, like, video and picture, like, he's some sort of KGB Putin. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> for a la Crowder, cream corn chowder. I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not his real son. I hope he's just like an orphan. That's why they moved to Canada. They just like kidnapped an orphan off the streets of Detroit, and we're like, "You're gonna be the most mediocre right wing YouTube personality of all time." You will um, do a ridiculous Bernie Sanders impression, in which uh, you well, sound like Gilbert Gottfried. We'll get to that, but um, so, so there's a little bit more. Um, about his past. So Stephen, his mom was like, I found a little bit about her, not uh, what she's up to currently, but that she was on a few sitcoms in like the early aughts and that she was a costume designer on some show. And then uh, when he was 12, he got uh, the character of Brain on Arthur. Nice. <laughs> If you don't know who that is, because I didn't, I googled it, and then it said frequently asked questions was, is Brain the Black Arthur? So, is he black? Brain, the character? He's like a bear. He's like, <laughs> they're all animal people. Yeah, but like, you can There's tell. You can tell, though, like in the Goofy movie. Like, everyone's like, those Goofies are black. That's like a thing that everyone, like, decides. Like, is his character supposed to be, like, a black person? That's... So, I read some weird factoid where apparently there's an episode where it takes... Some of it takes place in Brain's uh, room. And there's, like, a... There's, like, a poster of, like, I think Martin Luther King or something. Okay, so he is supposed to be black. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't mean that he's black, but, I mean... It means he's black. I think that's what they're trying to imply. I don't know. Yeah, but the question wasn't, when you like Googled it, wasn't, is Brain supposed to be black in Arthur? It's, is Brain the black Arthur? <laughs> um, yeah. So, obviously, he, his mom had, like, Hollywood connections, right? Or, like, no, some kind of showbiz. Canadian, like, it was... Yeah. Really... But all those people are pedophiles and connected. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so we're a, we're like a Q pedo podcast too yeah. right now. I mean, Hollywood gave us Steven Crowder in some way, so <laughs> pedophiles. Um, Amador, you have his IMDb, right? Yeah, I, let's I, I uh, let's up. let's hear a little bit of that. <laughs> okay, so some of it we've already covered, so I'll just skip ahead. Um, but I don't know if you all knew this: the role of the brain. Uh, immediately launched uh, Steven Crowder into the realm of Babe Magnet at mm. the age of 12, according to this Pedophiles, bio. dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> pedophiles. Dang. They're all pedophiles. He was fucking, like, 
Lucy Liu and 30-year-old women when he was 12 years old. This is a pedophile. Oh, they're pedophiles. I mean... He's the victim <laughs> of pedophilia. <laughs> Alright, I should get off this. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, so this write-up was obviously written by him. Uh, it says so. It was submitted by Stephen Crowder.net. Um, <laughs> .net? Yeah. Ooh, .net? Yeah. Uh, I didn't click on it, but you can if you'd like. I bet um, he's one of those dudes who has every domain for his name, so people don't, like, Photoshop his head on, like, that lady getting buttfucked by a horse, uh, like, StephenCrowder.gov or something. <laughs> I bet he fucking owns all his domains that, like, relate to Crowder at all. It's possible. He seems uh, like one of those guys who would. Definitely. Um, let's see here. Uh, so, after that role, though, uh, he came to the realization that he was no longer the cute infant that public broadcasting had learned to love. Grew out of uh, uh, the age range for the cabal. Yeah, his baby fat cheeks had left him. Uh, his words, not mine. The Epstein uh, gang tossed him aside. He was used out. Get out of here, the brain. <laughs> Got some fresh meat in the jizzling <laughs> truck. <laughs> here comes here comes Gizlay Maxwell with her truck full of fresh talent. Get out of here, Steven. Alright, so he realized that he was a shriveled was, nothing at, what, 13? At 12 or 13, yeah. Um, so, apparently, according to him, he was doing manual labor for Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. So, we should So, he that went down. from child trafficking to uh, just slavery for the Just for Laughs Corporation? Yeah, he became a wage slave for Just for Laughs. <laughs> All right. And... Then he, from there, he claims that that's where he thought of the idea of becoming a famous comedian. The way he writes all of this is fucking annoying. Uh, so he doesn't name names, but he claims that he approached a famous comedian and received advice on how to get started in comedy. Can and we just, like, pretend then? Yeah, it was, like I want to say it's Judah Freelander. That's <laughs> I'm gonna say it he was probably, Ruth Buzzy. <laughs> he probably asked someone like, "Hey, like my parents have money, can I make it in comedy?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're good." <laughs> yes, yeah, make it from me, Judah Freelander. <laughs> hey, my mom is a costume designer in show business, and my dad works for the. Epstein committee. Can I get the comedy? And they're like, sure, I guess. Why not? <laughs> That's what I'm going to yeah. do. Since he's, his dad's a pussy and won't just put what he does for a living online, I'm just going to start the rumor that he fucking works for Jeffrey Epstein in some capacity. Until, <laughs> until he gets subpoenaed and he has to answer questions in court. So you heard it here first. Papa Crowder is Works for Epstein in some way. I'm not saying it's a criminal 
way. He might just be the guy who, like, I don't know, gets the snacks or something. I don't know, but he works for Jeffrey Epstein and he makes a lot of money doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so a famous comic told him, um, you can make it, kid. Yeah, just gave him a blueprint. Um, God damn, and Mark then Marin. apparently at 18, he returned to Just for Laughs as the youngest comedian. Uh, yeah, we already fact-checked this. That's a lie. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know if you all looked up whether there was a Just for Laughs video of him. There's not. <laughs> nope. When you and, when you do Google youngest just for laughs, it's like there's like twelve year olds doing it. Yeah. So. So this is it's this, a fucking this liar. Is a, yeah. Um, uh, and basically, it just says, "Oh, you know, you can check me out on." This is how you know this is old. You can check him out on MySpace. <laughs> If you wrote this last year, you just like, you could <laughs> check me out on myspace.com. Me and Timberlake, we're the only two there. Yeah, my top eight are Teal Tequila, Chameleonaire, Tom, and <laughs> just two random people I went to high school with that I don't talk to. Yeah, um, he, apparently, aside from his whole fake just for laughs thing, uh, Apparently, he used to be on YoPlay yogurt, yogurt uh, commercials. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Doing what? Uh, Just... so it's, it says here, he acted in YoPlay yogurt tubes commercials, in which the catchphrase was, did you finish the tubes? <laughs> 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 this was supposed to rival Gogurt, is what my guess is, uh, and failed. Wait, was the yogurt called? It, uh... <laughs> Yogurt, yo play, yo play yogurt tubes. So he didn't like, even get the gogurt. So yeah, he was like even, at the bootleg gogurt. That's not even a catchy name. Yeah, no, <laughs> yes. just, yo play yogurt tubes. <laughs> and then Stephen Crowder's like, first idea. And then Stephen yeah, Crowder's like, mm, did you finish your tube? <laughs> oh, look at me suck down this tube of yogurt. <laughs> um. So Kenny cut a clip of his stand-up, and um, you 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 need to explain this before because the first All time right. I listened to it, uh, I thought it was having a stroke. So what did you do? This clip? No, I, I didn't do anything. This is his. <laughs> his no, you just cut together all the racist parts. Um, yeah, yeah, no. So there's like one clip of him doing stand-up on YouTube, and a lot of it's and... him bombing. Yeah, it's just, uh, so I just cut out all the racist impressions he was doing. Well, yeah, there's like one, or, I think there's two clips, because one of them I watch, he's just eating shit and then, until he does something racist. So Kenny yeah. just cut all the racist clips together, so here's the uh, best of Steven Crowder's stand-up years, volume one. Hey, man. Yes, that's the crit side. 
Jim Carrey, Robert Williams, and he's just like ching ching, blah 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 for like five minutes, and then it's like cool, thanks. I have to follow that now. Um, but uh, oh, yeah, he started doing stand up at seventeen, but there's like, you said he lied about the just for laugh. I think he lied about his whole stand up career because that's there's nothing. Yeah, so um, I want to talk about that a little bit. So there's. I heard him talking about this on Joe Rogan, and so I looked it up. He was saying his first comedy thing was like this fun, just for no, what's the fucking Will Ferrell site? Funnier Die. Funnier Die. Yeah, Funnier Die. He put this clip on Funnier Die like back when it was first starting out. So, fuck was that? I was six, oh seven, maybe oh eight, around that time. We were like in high school when it was, and it's a clip of him and his brother who looks like an Irish senator. He looks like a fucking like. He looks like like a weird. He looks like a weird Kennedy. He just has like a fat bloated potato face and like a beet red nose. He looks like a fucking character from the movie The Town with Benjamin Affleck. Like, like Stephen Crowder if he like drowned and his corpse bloated. <laughs> yeah, he looks like dead Stephen Crowder. So it's Stephen Crowder and his weird Irish brother Stephen O'Malley Crowder. And they're just sitting in a shitty apartment. And the sketch is Steven Crowder doing impressions. And they're purposely bad impressions. And his brother laughs really hard at him. And at the end, he does what he considers a very good uh, Harrison Ford. And his uh, brother goes, I don't know, that needs some work. Um, I could tell by your reaction, not good. Yeah. Uh, how long do you think that sketch... Is or should be. It should be like a minute. Right. Tops. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's six and a half minutes long. <laughs> it's six and a half minutes long, and the Harrison Ford Im- impression that he does that's supposed to be like this, like spot on impression, is like not good. He just kind of goes, "I hate snakes. I hate snakes. Get off my plate." I'm on solo. It's just like he's just doing a gruff voice and saying things from Harrison Ford movies. So, like, the big punch of the joke that he can actually do good impressions doesn't work because the impression he's trying to do good is shit. Like, I used to do a bit like that, but the point wasn't to be funny. Kenny saw me do it before. Uh, where I, mean, I would just do it for, I would just do impressions. That were just versions yeah. of Mario. Like I'd be like, "Follow me, wah wah wah," and I yeah, just do I've like, definitely seen that. and I do it for like six minutes, and I would just do it when audiences pissed me off, and I was like, "I hate you." <laughs> Steven Crowder did this to be funny and not annoying me. Mine was my thing was six minutes long, but I was like, "I want you people to leave." Your thing was also only would work for like 
a live audience. Steven Crowder recorded and put this up as a video. Yeah. Yeah. So that's worse. Yeah, it's not. And honestly, if Steven Crowder attempted that, I don't think it would be good stand-up-wise. Because, well, I mean. You know what Will Ferrell has to do now, right? Based off the name of his website, he has to kill Steven Crowder. It wasn't funny. So he must die. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, fucking stick to your promise and kill all the unfunnies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he did that, and then around that time, 07, 08, he started to put uh, content on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Also, his brother is like a, a wannabe filmmaker. Like, I don't know his brother's political, like, views. I'm sure they're Communism. the same. But it's, like, his, like, their parents are listed as producers. On yeah, that so they have too. money. So, like, their parents are just, like, yeah. bankrolling their terrible well, And careers. you sent us the trailer to Stephen Crowder's brother's movie. And it looks weird. It's weird. It's, like, <clears> a super low-budget version of, like, like, a weird, like, Noah Baumbach, like, you can tell he just watched a bunch of, like, 2000s indie movies about, yeah. like, 20-something-year-old kids. And it was like, oh, I can make that. And Steven Crowder in the trailer is supposed to be, like, the Vince Vaughn and Swingers type guy. That's what I got from the trailer, which is him talking yeah. fast, but it's like, you're not funny or good. And Vince Vaughn was a Fred Claus. So... Even Steven Crowder has, like, uh, a few other, like, minor parts in some films, like I said, an extra... And like these, and like this one Christian film, and you can tell he's supposed to be like the cool, like douchebag character, like the stickler. But he comes, yeah, but it comes off as like extremely like fucking angry, like almost like he's gonna like violent. It's awkward because <laughs> he's like saying like, "Oh yeah, let's go fuck," but then it's like, <laughs> you see, you see? seem like you're gonna murder. So he's not asking; he's telling. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I think that, I think for these comedic choices, they definitely stem from just an innate ability to not understand comedy by Stephen Crowder. Like, he has a gift for not getting it. Because around this time... Oh, go ahead. I'm just... One more thing on that. It's like, it's always weird that all these extra, like, roles that he had were, like, as this cool character, like, the cool guy at college or high school and who has sex a lot when... You know, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in, in a second. But, um, <laughs> Based off his op-eds? So... That was a lie. <laughs> yeah, so... So the reason I say I don't think he gets comedy is around this time, he started putting his prank videos on YouTube. And pranks in quotes. Because one of the <clears> first <throat> ones was him and a friend where they just go to, I don't know, like a hardware store and pick up uh, manual laborers in a truck and promise them... You know, to pay them more than they would get usually. Like, they'd just be like, when you make $10, we'll pay you $20. And they get in the truck, and then they take them, they drive up to, like, an like an immigration building. Right. And they'd be like, you're getting deported! And then they jump out the trucks and run. And then the jokes would just be like, yeah, get out of our country! And that would be the punchline. Uh, they're not funny, and I think this goes back to me and... This might be a tangent, but, like, so you said when he's, like, acting in movies, he's supposed to be this Vince Vaughn, this stiffler type guy. 
Um, but the thing about those characters is, like, you knew they were shitty, but you liked them? Because those guys played it with, like, a certain charm. Like, if you played a Stifler or those Vince Vaughn characters the way they are in real life, they would be like how Steven Crowder is, where they're just, like, angry, right. incel assholes. Yeah. He's just being himself. Right. But he thinks he's, like, doing, like, I'm doing a Stifler thing, but it's like, right. no, that works, because Stifler, at the end of the day, is, like, this lovable character, even though he's a problematic shithead. Uh, yeah. And with these pranks, like, so I think about like, like a... sorry, sorry. wasn't like this reminds me of like, like Ari Shafir. He was doing like yeah, Ari Shafir too. did this. This is a thing, like, but and and, and so with pranks, <clears throat> I've been rewatching like a lot of Sasha Baron Cohen stuff lately, and the reason his pranks work so well. Is because he's not doing anything inherently mean spirited. He's making you look like an idiot by just like letting you hang yourself. Like he'll yeah, just yeah. present you with the most absurd scenario. And any sane person would be like, that's clearly bullshit. That's like a Looney Tunes thing you're saying to me. But these people are so scared by like, say he's like, Muslims are coming, so you have to dress as a lady and, <laughs> like, fucking, I don't know, throw a fake quinceanera to yeah. trick the, And then they just dress as ladies, and then he's like, why are you doing this? And then they're like, oh, Muslims. And it's what? just like this. He makes them do that to themselves. Steven Crowder, you just take these people and then go, you know this one thing you're the most scared of in the world? We're going to make that happen to you. It's not funny to anyone, but him and his shithead friend. There's no prank yeah. to it. It's, it's not a prank. Yeah, he's spirited and... It, he just it, doesn't fucking understand comedy. Yeah, there's like real consequences for, for the people on the... That are the butt of the joke, you know? Yeah, and, there's not... There's not... Conse- or there kind of are, but like they did it to themselves. So like... Sasha Baron Cohen making a senator scream the N-word and suck a fake dick. It's like, yeah. you did that on your own because that's inside you, you <laughs> fucking weirdo. Like, he's not making you do that. You did that of your own volition because you're afraid of this thing irrationally. Steven Crowder is just being like, I'm going to fuck up your life as a hilarious YouTube prank. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen doesn't victimize anybody. Those people put themselves <laughs> in it. Whereas the, the like, right wing feels victimized by it. And they're like, they're well, stupid, and they got tricked by Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they're he also... almost slept with uh, Ron Paul? Yeah, <laughs> see? And he put it in a movie. And these people what's, are... <laughs> what's fucking crazy, though, is like that his newest show, he does like one with Bernie Sanders, and Bernie Sanders immediately is like, oh, this is like, you're, you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, the right wingers are like, oh, yeah, put your fake dildo in my mouth and make me yell the N word. Like, yeah. this will help stop terrorism. It's a real thing you did, by the way. But, so someone was a huge fan of his comedy, that immigration prank. And uh, that person was Breitbart News, who awesome. hired him. Breitbart hired him to, I guess, do comedy for them for a while. I don't know what he did for them. I didn't fucking want to look into it. I don't give a shit about Breitbart. I don't care. 
even though we'll probably have to do an episode on him, I don't want to do that unless we're dedicating the whole thing to him. But from yeah. there, he got a job at Fox News as their uh, resident comedy guy. Their resident funny man boy. Yeah, I think he was supposed to be like Greg Gun. <laughs> What's the fuck's that guy's name? Greg Gutfield too. Like he's supposed yeah, like, to be their Greg... fucking funny comedy guy. Yeah, I, but like the difference between both of them, like Greg Greg Gutfield seems like he probably like partied really hard back in the day, and like he's probably like thrown people into like an ocean, like just accidentally murdered people. Steven Crowder is just like writing op eds about how it's not good to come when you're not married and yeah so you, know, you guys want to get into that here so he wrote an op-ed yes. for the new york times <laughs> called um oh, fox news, not, oh, fox news. news. Not the new york times yeah called uh, waiting for my wife he wrote two of them he wrote one about why abstinence is cool and then he wrote another one called uh waiting for my wedding night and in the first one, Kenny, do you want to just, like, describe... We're not going to read it. We're going to save you that. Um, but do you want to describe what's in the first one? The what yeah. about why abstinence is cool, Ed? So it's this weird thing where he's, like... It seems like the thesis of it is, like, he wants to... He thinks that there's this taboo about abstinence and that... Um, it's a lifestyle choice that he's made uh, to be abstinent, but it comes across as when you're reading it as just really braggy, like in a in a like weirdly really obnoxious way, and it just comes across as him going like, eh, "I've still got all my jizz in my balls, and you don't." <laughs> like it's weird. At one point, doesn't he go on like some weird tangent where he's like, "It's weird where like." comic could go on stage and talk about jerking off and having butt sex but the second i go on stage and tell people to be abstinent then they don't laugh at my jokes it's like, yeah dude it's weird for a 30 year old man to go up at a comedy club which is a bar comedy clubs are a bar it's full of people legally drinking alcohol that are there on dates probably to try to fuck that date and to have the comic I... go up on stage and be like you never like not had sex before <laughs> it's weird it's it's fucking not a thing well, people want to deal with yeah i the point of the article is, is he's a stand-up comedian and like all these comics would make jokes about having sex and make all these like dirty jokes but apparently when he made his abstinent jokes Mom. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote an article about how it's like a taboo Hey, but, you know this thing that didn't kill when I tried it on stage? I'm going to write it and post it on Fox News now. It's it's like that weird... <laughs> it's like yeah, that it's, weird... It's like that weird thing when, like... Youth pastors will go, like, actually, praising Jesus is punk rock. And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> actually, listening to cops is, like, the most punk thing you can do. It's like... It's not, though. <laughs> It's like if you told a joke and then it bombed, and then you got a job at a news organization and then wrote an op-ed about your joke bombing. <laughs> I'd be like, everybody else sucks, but not me. Yeah, imagine, bom imagine bombing at a comedy club and then going to your job and spending your job like writing an article justifying why it was their fault that your shithole joke bombed. 
Yeah, so I, uh, the thing about comedy is, like, when you want it to be, like, relatable. <laughs> and uh, Stephen no. Crowder's weird, I don't have sex, and it's a sin to have sex before marriage is not something you want to hear. Also, it's not relatable because nobody does that. <laughs> Except for weird people that want to be at comedy clubs because they're all tending the fields in the Amish country. Yeah, so that surprise, his second op-ed was about how his, he finally what, had sex. On his wedding night, right? Yeah. Well, and then that there's makes... like a weird tangent in that article. Well, it, first of all, it starts with like a very weird thing where he was just like, all these women having sex before marriage saying it's empowerment, but they're just whores and floozies. And it's like... Oh, yeah. And he brings that up in his first article, yeah. too. It's, it's really about the articles. Like, if you look past the absence thing, it's about shaming women who have sex. It's that weird thing where, like, it's those... Like, Amador, you sent us that video of that weird guy who's like, women that say they're independent think they're happy but they're lying to themselves because women are only happy yeah. when they're being taken care of it's like that weird shit but his is like just calling women whores and weird like puritan shit he's like you're a witch if you can read and you're a lady yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of the most common trope we've seen with all of these people yeah they hate ladies they just... they're terrified of women yeah. owning their sexuality so I did find one thing about him. Um, <laughs> okay. I might, ex <laughs> I might explain it. Okay. Uh, when, uh, it was a thing from when he was eight years old. He was at a farm, and he <laughs> fell into this like trough, trough of uh, pig jizz. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, for some reason, like, the pig jizz made all the pigs on the farm think he was also a pig. So, he lived as a pig for, like, seven months, just rolling around in the mud. And, and then he and, got and, found by Jeffrey Epstein. And <laughs> yeah, and that's when his Just Maxwell, and then he got cast in Arthur. <laughs> Pet him on the head, and they're like, that'll do, pig. Chewed up and that'll spit do. out by the global pedophile fall sad story but true <laughs> you can't prove otherwise Stephen crowder um see fbi investigate just lane maxwell Stephen crowder's the direct result yeah fucking all from their misdeeds this is what happens when you don't like <laughs> check please a trough of pictures you know what you gotta do you have to put Stephen crowder in prison and then, I don't know, maybe one night, oops, he had an accident. He tripped down some stairs. Broke his mm -hmm. neck. Mm -hmm. There you go. Because he's, I don't want to say as big a part of this cabal as uh, Gislaine is, but he's pretty big, FBI. Yeah. Please, arrest Steven Crowder. <laughs> um, but in this article, he goes on, like, the, the last, like, third of the article is him talking about how him and his wife had, like, normal 10-second sex, and it was the best <laughs> thing of his life. And he's like, the next day we were eating breakfast, and this woman, who also got married that night before, his husband wasn't with her, 
And then what's he, doesn't his wife say something? Like, where's your husband? And she's like, oh, let's just say he had a busy night. And then yeah, Steven Crowder, and then Steven Crowder is like, it's disgusting that you weren't even, you couldn't even come down and have breakfast with your wife the next day. My wedding was better than yours because you couldn't even enjoy it the next day. And it's like, dude, he probably had fun. He probably got shit faced. Probably, probably got shit faced with his friends, and then I don't know, got fucking pegged. Yeah, he probably got like domed hard by his wife. Like the was, whole night, and Steven yeah, Crowder just, had had sex for five seconds and then was in bed by eight thirty. Like that's yeah. not good. Yeah, this guy and his wife did like thirty five different fetishes, and Steven Crowder is just like wearing a dress <laughs> and like painting his wife's toes or whatever fucking weird shit he's into. Um, so, yeah, so, at this point he's working at Fox News, and, uh, we've talked a lot of shit about him being a, being a fake comic, but we're not the only ones who, um, think that. Here's a clip of, uh, Miss Amy Schumer agreeing with us. The point of the column is that abstinence is the one taboo issue regarding sex. I mean, it's like, oh, Oh, by the way, he's talking about his stupid-ass fucking column about his bit-bombing. (laughs) <laughs> so he dragged this out for like a week he bombed and then he just made them he just hijacked Fox News with like no this bit's good for like a week <laughs> yeah because the demo is like fucking 70 80 year olds who are like oh, young people shouldn't be fucking or whatever no but Kenny pointed, Kenny pointed this out though it's like weird that yeah the target audience is like 80 year olds and it would make sense if Steven Crowder was, like, 13, but, like, abstinence is cool. But he's, like, a 30-year-old man. So for him going, abstinence is cool, it's just, like, someone's adult grandson, like, bragging to them that they're <laughs> not going to give them great grandkids. That's, like, the opposite of what grandparents want. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he has white grandparents. Maybe white grandparents are different. My grandma was, like, wanted me to have she's like where give me great grandkids and i was like 16 so i don't know maybe white grandparents are like keep your yeah. cum in your balls <laughs> as long yeah, as you can i don't know anyway every time i talk to my uh, grandparents they're like did you keep your jizz in there and i'm like oh god yeah i did <laughs> then they give you a nickel then they give you a nickel they're like good job well because when you're white at the age of 35 you're supposed to not have sex until you're 35 and then you come into a hole you dug in your backyard, you bury it. <laughs> and, then a, and then a tree comes and your child is born from it. All right. No, you just jizz in a beautiful process. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's, uh, here's Amy Schumer on Fox News debating Stephen Crowder about his bit that bombed. Dirty stand-up comic. You're cracking new ground there, Copernicus. But once you talk about abstinence... Everyone, all of a sudden, they put you, like, right now, we have to talk about it. Because who is this kid who's talking about abstinence who, you know... Well, it's who is this kid who's, you know, 23. You don't know who you're going to be sexually yet. So to talk about it with such authority and arrogance... I don't know who I'm going to be what? You don't know who you're going to be sexually yet. You're going to be into really weird things in about a decade. Oh, I have no (laughs) doubt. I have no doubt. Trust me. And the thing is, there should be no no confidence. And, you know, you slip by the, the dirty comedian thing, but honestly, you call yourself a comedian, but you don't do it that much. Like, I go fishing a couple times a year but i don't introduce myself on tv as a fisherman 
<laughs> and then uh, Stephen Crowder goes into like a t- he's like, oh, I thought this was a debate show, not like a comedy show where you roast people. Which we'll yeah. get to the irony <laughs> of that in a later clip, but uh, but yeah. So apparently he's not like respected by comics. No, either. There, wasn't there that the Vic Berger Greg Gutfield DMs where? Oh yeah, like, where Greg Gutfield's like no one likes him because he's unfunny. Yeah. They're like, fuck that guy. No one thinks he's funny. Well, he didn't last long at Fox. Um, and I want to save that Greg Gutfield thing for a second because it kind of ties in. Uh, he was doing a Man on the Street segment at a like a union protest. And he just got the shit kicked out of him by this like big like Philly union guy. He's like 300 <laughs> pounds, like nothing but gabagool. Like Italian fucking <laughs> union steel worker. He just fucking beat the shit out of Steven Crowder. And uh, so Steven Crowder and Fox News tried to sue him. And uh, they lost because they released the full video. And Steven Crowder was like provoking him. And this guy beat the shit out of him. So nothing happened. And then after that, his time on Fox News on the air kind of uh, dwindled until he was eventually let go. And uh, a lot of people believe it was because of that, you know, lawsuit. And they just had egg on their face. But uh, as Amador, you mentioned like a minute or so ago, Greg Gutfield DM'd Vic Berger for some reason? Yeah, I'm not sure what you, that's you about. You want to talk about that? Um, I mean, I I don't know much about that other than, like, Vic Berger posted it on Twitter. And essentially it was... I don't know if the video was making fun of Steven Crowder, which my guess probably. is it probably was. Yeah. Um, and Greg Gutfield apparently DM'd him about it and was just like, oh, yeah, that guy fucking sucks shit. Like, no one yeah. thinks he's funny here at Fox News. Greg Gutfield even said that. That's why I got fired, because he was like, he's a comic, but he wasn't funny. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, yeah, so that was the end of his uh, Fox News era. And, uh, you know, Steven Crowder, if he's anything, he's a hard worker. And so he went back yeah. to putting up YouTube videos... Uh, funded by his daddy, Papa yep. Crowder, the Epstein associate. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, How many people are going to listen to this or just, just be like, QAnon people that are going to believe us? I mean, TrueAnon, have us on your podcast to talk about how Stephen Crowder's dad is <laughs> part of the Epstein mafia. Along with the guy who produced Kangaroo Jack, which is weird it's fucking it's all wild um but yeah so we started putting out youtube videos that were funded by his dad uh this is where he started the man on the street segments the famous um change my mind mind. and um he also kept doing his pranks and uh, one of the pranks that took off was one where he went to a planet fitness and a dress because for whatever reason, the right-wing people hate Planet Fitness. I think just because it's supposed to be a gym for regular people. Yeah. And their things... Right. And their things like... <laughs> it's unacceptable. If you're fat, you should be ashamed of it. You should... And it's like, cool. Well, maybe that's why they're going to the gym. And also, if you're a serious weightlifter, 
Why do you give a shit about Planet Fitness? Who cares? But yeah, these people like are fucking obsessed with it. It's like it's not for you. Yeah. And these people are so obsessed with the fact that there's a gym that's not specifically for like Olympic level bodybuilders. They like they can't they can't fathom that. It's weird because this is another one of those like tropes uh, that's been like beaten to death in stand up. I feel like the the whole can you believe Planet Fitness? They give you pizza or whatever. Yeah, it's like who gives a shit? Who cares? Yeah, just don't go. Yeah, it's not for you. But so Stephen, so Stephen Crowder does that, and his premise is like, well, they don't allow bodybuilders, but will they let me disguise as a trans person in? And it's just Stephen Crowder in a dress, and he checks in Planet Fitness and like, yeah, fine, fucking whatever, dude. Yeah. And then he just like proceeds to like every time he lifts, just go and like scream and just like walk up to people who are just like on the treadmill and be like, ooh, you're so sexy. And just like try to touch him and grab him. And he just makes a big scene and they kick him out. And then he's like, and then he tries to come back and they're like, no, we know it's you from the fucking earlier. Did yeah. this earlier. And then he's like, guess they're not as acceptable. Guess they're not as accepting of, as they say they are. The left is hypocrites and all this shit. And it's like, no, you just went to a place where an asshole. That's yeah. why they banned you. Yeah, they kicked you out because you're making a fucking scene, which is like one of the. It just ha- so happens that one of the rules is like, don't fucking make a scene. Yeah. Or we'll kick you out. It had nothing to do with, whatever. Identity being in a dress. He does it a lot, yeah. by the way. All of his like pranks and sketches are him either doing a lady's voice or dressing as a lady. Here's a uh, clip of one of his hilarious imp- impressions that he does. Uh, this is from a show in July. And by the way, it doesn't matter. If Angie Mama was a real... They, probably, she probably, they wouldn't care anyways. The model could have been a lady who made kick-ass pancakes. They wouldn't care. Yeah. But if you could bring her that. back from the dead, you think she... she what? You took my face off? You know she... Sure, about that? Bring her back from the dead. Be like, yeah, you know what? People wanted to take away the... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Y'all mean that I've been selling... I've been selling that... I've been selling that much syrup? People bought it. So the country must have changed, right? And y'all... It's like majority black? No, it's only like 12%. You bullsh**! Uh, yeah. So he never misses an opportunity to do... A lady voice, a black guy voice, or a black lady voice. Um, those are like his com- comedic tropes, and uh, so I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But I noticed this weird thing on his show. He does these long, extended, like four-minute bits. Uh, there was one episode where he just went on this tangent about Backstreet Boys, the song "Backstreet's Back." Which was just like, Backstreet's Back, that was their first song. Where did they go? Where did they even come from? It's like, that was a <laughs> hack joke in like 1995. And his staff is just like, ha ha ha, like laughing, but clearly fake laughter. Yeah, it's, it's like, we already know the routine. This is where we laugh. It's a bizarre <laughs> dynamic. But uh, anyway, yeah, his so. So those kind of became popular. His change my mind segments became popular with dummies, who don't under- which, who just don't understand the basic structure of a man on the street segment, which is like they film man on the street segments for like eight hours and they cut it down to the dumbest people. Well, 
Yeah. Not only that, but like, not even that they're dumb. Like Steven Crowder goes there with an agenda and like memorizes all these pointless statistics in his head and well, then ambushes college kids. There's one where he has a binder of like statistics. And it's yeah, like, so it's okay. like, but he won't yeah. talk to anybody that that's like knows what the fuck they're talking about. Like he won't talk to anybody yeah. with. There is one that he did. There is one that he did where he's talking about socialism with this college kid, and the college kid like is beating him, and he just starts going, "Fuck you! Don't know shit. You're a little idiot. You're a little stupid baby. You got a dumb haircut." And he just starts bullying this kid. It's like, okay, so you're a moron. Yeah, it's it's really easy to do that to college kids, like, right? Or just, like, people at, like, a shopping mall that are just like, I don't know, I came here to get jeans, dude. Not talk about fucking <laughs> the Second Amendment. <laughs> That's why, like, I think Steven Crowder was worse than anybody we've covered because he is, like, exemplifies that thing that right-winger pundits do where they just try to be as obnoxious as possible. And then when you're not tolerant of it, they're like, well, see, that so much for the tolerant left. Well, it's weird, because they all, like, do this thing where they rail against cancel culture, but it's almost like they're purposely trying to get you to just be like, get away from me, fuck you, and then being like, well, I didn't even do anything. It's like, no, you, you're you're being purposely obnoxious. Like, these people, back to Sasha Baron Cohen, these people complain about what him, what he does to them as being obnoxious. It's like, well... He's just pranking you. You're getting like an inch from people's faces and being like, what do you think guns are bad, huh? What do you think guns are bad? What do you think guns are bad? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, huh? What do you think guns are bad? What do you think guns are bad? It's just like... The difference is just like, yeah, with Sacha Baron Cohen, it's like, he's not making you take down your pants and run yeah. like bare-assed at somebody. Like, yeah, you're doing that of your own. You're just cornering people like trying to get a hot dog at a ball game and you're just being like racist shit talk to me about why kwanzaa isn't real you're just being weird about these things one of his latest ones to me was like interesting in that it was like sort of the same thing but it's weird it's like an hour long so it's about covid it's about an hour long and like half of it he spends with this one guy who is apparently like a like he makes products for like the healthcare industry. So like already a biased like individual to have on there. But he does this weird thing because like he'll like like you all said, he'll cite statistics and he'll put like the the source like at the bottom of the video. But of course you can't click on it. Right. So you have to, you have to like try to figure out if it's real or not. And I'm like, sure it doesn't stay there long. No 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 at all. Like it, it it's fucking stupid. Like so this one to me was fucking terrible because the name of the change my mind segment is called the COVID death rate is inflated. Okay. Change my mind. So he thinks that the death rate is inflated, but it's not. Um, I'm not sure if you all have looked into the way that they report, but half, like a bunch of the states aren't, actually reporting properly like so my background like i do a little bit of like data reporting with my job and like there's like several different ways so like all the states aren't like doing it in a uniform way 
Like some of them are only doing confirmed deaths only. Okay. Uh, some are doing confirmed improbable. And then some like okay, so I should probably so confirmed deaths only is only like the ones that are lab tested confirmed. And then some states are reporting confirmed and, and probable together, which is not good because mm-hmm. you don't know like the probable ones you're like ah, i don't know what that means right and then, just mixes. yeah it's like you should probably separate them right sure. and there's like some states that report them separately like if you go to the cdc right now so like texas you know how like you know we're as of what's today july 19th we're like fucking like our hospitals are full and shit's going bad they texas only reports confirmed deaths so, like, any of the probable ones aren't, like, reported. So everything is underreported in Texas. Uh, there are so many states that are underreporting, but fucking Steven Crowder thinks they're overreporting because, of course, there's an incentive to get that COVID money or whatever. Yeah, the weird shit, shit that they these. think is. Which, like, think about it. Like, even if that was true, don't you want the hospitals to get more money? Like, Right. These people, are, these people are insane with the schools thing, too, where it's just like, send kids back to school. It's like, okay, give teachers more money and give schools more money. They're like, no. With the hospitals, they're just like, you're doing this to get money. It's like, well, you could just give fund hospitals. And they're like, no, we... It's like, okay, well... Here's what I don't get about that is how they square away that conspiracy theory that they're inflating it when... They are, like, the states where it's worse right now are red states. Yeah. Like, the states where, also, your fucking guy is the president. <laughs> You're, like... This... So, if it's yeah. if it's not that, like, obviously the federal response has been a disaster, <clears throat> but at most, if you're saying that the cases are being overinflated and it's being overrepresented and there's this conspiracy theory, the best that you're saying is that well, the fucking Republicans are so massively incompetent that they don't even have control over their own departments. This, this or, is the weirdest, like, time period because I don't think there's ever been a time period where the party that's in control has a conspiracy in theory uh, about how they're the, <laughs> like, oppose, like, they're yeah. being oppressed. Like, usually it's just like, I don't know, with Obama, it's like, cool, it makes sense because Obama's in the White House. He can be, like, the black, socialist, communist, Muslim, African is trying to destroy America. It's like, okay, but now you're guys in the White House and you're, like, the globalist or trying to cry. It's like, these these people are insane. Yeah, some other insane shit that he says in that Change My Mind video. And again, he's, like, talking to the same bald man for, like, 30 minutes. Um, And he's just, like, he says that he wants COVID deaths to be reported the same way as flu deaths, where it's just seasonal. So he wants the, the amount of cases and the amount of deaths to reset after, like, what? I guess flu season, and then just, like, start all over. But that's that, stupid but, but because... But it's not the flu, though. It's a, the plague. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... 
hey, buddy, like we're in the middle of a pandemic. It means that, yeah, maybe there's a season where it's going to be worse, which, you know, the fall season, the fall winter is coming. And supposedly that's when it's going to be worse. Right. But Stephen Crowder's like point, basically the dumb thing that Trump's been saying, where it's like, well, if we didn't test so much, we wouldn't have so many cases. Yeah, and, and like if like, people yeah. weren't dying of corona so much, we wouldn't have so many deaths. So you're, you're put, just make it smaller. If police, yep. if like if we didn't have people looking into like all the murders that happened, we wouldn't have as many murders. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. fucking it's a weird way to look at like deaths. Is look it's, if it's we crazy. didn't if we did investigate bank robberies, then there would be no bank robberies. I'm just waiting for like some right wingers kid or like parents to die, and then they're just they they're having to square that away, and they're like, "Oh, that my kid never existed in the first place. That's a conspiracy theory." <laughs> Dude, that that shit keeps happening. Some I forgot who the right winger was, but they were adamantly saying that this thing was a hoax, and then they randomly tweeted that their son had gotten it and that it's real, and then they deleted their Twitter. Because, oh, it was like some Alabama guy, right? It was like a congressperson yeah. in like one of those shithole states. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so that's problematic. He has like a lot of problematic takes about things, though, on his show recently, which... For sure. I mean, the, the problem with this one, though, dude, is that like over two million people have watched this fucking thing. Yeah. This is also to the point where like... This is off topic, but I'm sure you guys saw that Ben Shapiro thing where he tweeted places yeah. where masks are being used. And it was like, just like a fucking um, population density. But Ben Shapiro's Yeah, that's the thing. Like I don't think Ben Shapiro's stupid enough to not know that. Like yeah, he's, he's deliberately saying ben masks are causing COVID. Or ben masks Shap- are co- killing people. Ben Shapiro might be two foot seven, but he's not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's two foot five. He shrunk. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> two foot seven in gym sh- in gym shoes. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing is like the this whole problem is that aside from the fact that they're like willingly just you know lying on social media and on their platforms so that you know this doesn't look as bad as it is, is that. Most of their audience isn't going to fact check them. Most of their audience isn't going to know, like, what to make out of. Like, if you look at, like, I don't know. I I look at, like, the city of San Antonio's, like, reporting on COVID every day. And every day there's someone like, this is not real. Like, the numbers are wrong. Like, how many of those new cases are, like, repeat tests for, like, someone that needs to get to work? It, the thing is, is, like, it's reporting cases. Like, each test is its own unique case. Like, it doesn't mean that each test yeah. is the, you know, like... Well, also, but that's way, the weirdest conspiracy theory is that people are, like, people are just getting tested over and over again until they get tested positive and don't have to go to work. And it's like, well, I mean... Then you should be worried that the government keeps falling for the Mr. Bean ass shit, where it's just like the same guy going in in a fake mustache getting COVID but tested every day. I just point out why that fucking conspiracy theory is like uh, you're testing positive enough so you don't have to go to work implies that you're still employed, so you're not going to be collecting unemployment if you're not going to work. Right. You're just missing so, work. To... Uh, also, you're probably not going to 
uh, get any lost wages. I, when this whole thing started, my hours got cut. Like, I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's, it's fucking stupid. Uh, because, anyways, I've been tested two hundred and seventy times. <laughs> Hello, it's me, <laughs> Keith Van. I go, I go through that drive-thru, I'm like, oh, I fucking, I licked 7,000 toilet seats this week, Claire, here's Lopin. Here's how I get out of work, I'm another lazy asshole who wants unemployment or whatever stupid shit these so, writers think you're doing. That's like the kind of scheme that, like, the fucking dad on King of Queens would do. Like, this is a real thing real people do. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I so, like, uh, for real, I, I got tested, and it took 12 fucking days for me to get my results. Like, Which... So, and today, and this week, uh, fucking San Antonio, like, one of the days, like, they were like, oh, fuck, we have 5,000 new cases. And it was like, holy shit, that can't be real. And in my head, like, just knowing, like, how this shit's going, yeah. you know, it took me 12 days to get my fucking test. Like, oh, like, they had a backlog just, like, fucking flooded in. Sure. And sure enough, that is exactly what happened. There were 700 <laughs> new cases that were that were reported, like, within 48 hours. But then there was, like, the rest that were backlogged from a laboratory that was trying to catch up. Which like, which means that likely the cases are way higher. Yeah. Yes. Be, yes, exactly. Well, and, like, in Houston, like, a bunch of nurses, like, wrote a letter or, like, signed a letter that they put together to Dan Crenshaw, that one-eyed piece of shit. And they're like, hey, <laughs> hey, Cyclops. The Cyclops. The hey, Texas Cyclops. Yeah, they're like, hey, you fucking one-eyed Nazi, stop lying about COVID. These people yeah. don't give a shit, and it's like, all right, well, chop your head off. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I that think, was all in the nurse's letter. I think, I think that covers uh, the... Uh, Change my mind segments, uh, but I'll end it on this. Steven's, Steven Crowder's father is a close personal associate of Sir Jeffrey Epstein. Change my mind. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to get into some uh, some more of his like bad ideas on the show. So let's see. I think this is the video. Here's his opinions on uh, Guantanamo Bay, I think. Ugh. Torture. The term is thrown around so flippantly nowadays, it's lost all meaning. Liberals will tell you, oh my gosh, we are torturing people in Guantanamo Bay? Yep. And America is no better than any other country. President Obama has shown his intent to close Gitmo because of this. Let's take a look at some of these torture techniques used at Club Gitmo. Okay, one of them is repeatedly playing children's songs. We've got slight sleep deprivation, and then the usual restraints, isolation, yelling. Now, it should be noted that every... Slight sleep deprivation. Yeah, that's one trick I noticed in all of these ones, is, like, when it's, like, un... <laughs> like, there's no way, like, he can spin it. He just goes, like, well, they did it, but only a little bit. Like, <laughs> also... No, they kept them up for days. Also, like, like um, that wiggle room. Yeah. Also, the children's song thing, it's, like... They might have done that, but you know what else they played? Fucking metal songs. Yeah, Rage yeah. Against the Machine fucking sued Guantanamo Bay because they were playing like fucking their music I to keep them awake. Read... You can look that up on the internet. Like that's yeah. 
good. I'm not sure if it was Guantanamo or Abu Ghraib. I'm pretty sure it was Guantanamo because the inmates, uh, was a few years back, went on a hunger strike. And so to make sure that they were eating, they did this thing called, I think they called it rectal rehydration, which they put food into a blender and then they injected it into inmates. Yeah. Yeah, most, um, most Def had it done to him. Yeah, that's uh, so what I was going to bring up. They did that video, and most Def was like, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And yeah, you can, like, ah! Were they, like, they, were they, they like jamming the hose, like, in your nose and shit? Yeah. yeah. Not that they needed to, but they interviewed a doctor, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's not how eating works. So that could just that's be how Stephen Crowder eats, rate. though. I mean, that's what that was. That's how Stephen Crowder eats. He just has <laughs> shit dumped like, into this his... This isn't torture. This is lunch. <laughs> Uh, yeah. To be so, fair, Steven Crowder eats jizz out of a pig trough, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's play a little more of this, uh, clip of, a jizzy trough Epstein boy talking about Gitmo. Every detainee must get three square meals and adequate hydration. People out there, do you honestly believe that America is losing its moral high ground and consider this? I, sorry, I gotta stop it again. Because that's agree. another thing where you're just like, yeah, they require to have three. It's like it's like that in all prisons. You stupid piece of shit. Yeah. They require to have three square meals, but like, I mean, and you've been to jail. I haven't been to prison, but I've been to jail, and the food they give you is like the shittiest bare metal. You don't you don't get full on it. It's literally just like to legally be like we fed you food, right? And like yeah. the, he says to make sure they're properly hydrated. Like, what's the? They don't. I'm. What, who do they have on there to make sure, like, what proper hydration is? They can just be like, you've had, like, a cup of water today. You're good. Probably shitbag military police. Right. And They're fucking horrible. And I don't think we cut this because it's all just... It's just him playing, like, upbeat, like, island music where he does a tour of uh, the island of Gitmo. And he's like... Look how awful it is. And he's showing, like, that they have a mall and they have batting cages and go-karts and movie theaters and beaches and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, it really seems like a prison. And it's like, hey, dickhead, that's not for the prisoners who are in prison. That's the yeah. fucking military base. It's yeah, for it's the like, people, like, doing war crimes and, are, like, violating yeah, the Geneva those, Convention. Like when they're amenities for the war crime Right, people. after they're, like, fucking shocking a... Arab guys' balls with like spark plugs, and they can go like fucking watch Terminator Two in the <laughs> army drive-in yeah. and eat a bluebell ice cream. Like it's fucking, it's not for the people in the prison, you dumb asshole. Yeah, it's. Also, I like though when they try when he's trying. This is like staying at the Hyatt. Can you believe it? Three bills a day. Like that's like basic human, human rights. Ch- I had breakfast, lunch, and a dinner today yeah I'm like what i didn't stay at the hyatt though i've made all that myself well and then there's also in the video there's this weird part where he was like i don't know if, if i had it my way we wouldn't let him have food and we treat him worse and he goes remember when they did this and it's just like footage of like the aftermath of 9-11 like the people coming out of the towers the rubble is just like covered in blood with like the sad like sarah mclaughlin dog commercial music yeah. And it's just like this is blatantly like propaganda and also like I'm sorry but 9-11 was fucking it was 19 years ago stop being sad about the building 
It sucks to be sad about a building still. It's gay. You're gay for that building. (laughs) Also, 9-11 has got nothing on COVID. Yeah. There's anything we learned. And we don't, and our government does not give a flying fuck about us, so that's cool. It's going to be goofy as shit, like, this year at 9-11 when they do that fucking thing where they read off all the names of the people who died. Because it's like, that's cool, but also, like, do it with COVID now, because... You'll be there for like, 10 years because it's like an infinite <laughs> jest amount of people who have died from COVID, you psychopaths. Yeah, but you could do it every year and like reset the numbers because yeah. that's what Crowder wants. And it would be like nine infinite jests. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you go on uh, Crowder's OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> it's him getting he... covered in pages and Gitmo. <laughs> <laughs> This is fun. This is resort-level entertainment. He has, like, printouts of the Twin Towers, and it's just jerking off onto him. (laughs) So, real quick, I wanted to touch on... um, It's something we touched on in the first episode. The Club Gitmo thing? That's a Rush Limbaugh thing. Remember Rush Limbaugh had those fake ads? Club Gitmo is like a Rush Limbaugh thing, where they're just like, it's not that bad. So It's interesting. They world-build pretty well, man. They're good at, like, yeah. They're good at that aspect of it. Yeah, there's... Oh. They just need better, They just need better like, I don't know, writers. Like, they're they're the people who were like, I came up with the idea for this universe. Like, they're good doing the George R.R. R. Martin shit, where they're like, this is this universe. <laughs> but then they need, like, the writers to come and, like, flesh it out. Yeah. They're Much good at creating universes, but then they're not good with, you know, writing you know, eight seasons worth of content for that universe they built. So it's just the same shit getting repeated over and over again. Um, but yeah, so that's his opinion on Gitmo. Um, this is one from an episode that I listened to in full that was, it was super, I don't know. I was driving home from work and I had to pull over because I was like, what the fuck is this? This is them talking to this uh, Marine guy named Jocko, Jocko something. He's like a fucking Joe Rogan asshole. He does like a lot of like the uh, military consulting on like I don't know. Jocko Pastoria. Big J- big dick soldier boy. The movie starring Mark Wahlberg. Any of those <laughs> weird Mark Wahlberg like I'm a Marine. I'm gonna kill nine eleven movies. Fucking this guy right. does the consulting on. Uh, so they're talking about why chokeholds are good. Nice. Uh, here we go. Like, uh, but Canadians did go, obviously, into Afghanistan and a lot of places. And um, uh, some great soldiers come out of Canada, just not nearly as many of them as you have in the United States. Uh, but the French just reversed it. They just reversed a ban on chokeholds. So it was banned, and they reversed it because the French police argued that uh, the ban put their lives at risk. And there is some evidence coming out now that it actually resulted in more lethal forms of force. So I think sometimes when people say ban chokeholds, do you think they really know what they're asking for? They 100% don't know what they're asking for. Banning chokeholds is 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 a horrible idea. And when you think about what you need to do to make someone comply and you can't use a chokehold, chokehold is the absolute best way to get someone to comply. Mm-hmm. It's it's safe 99.9% of the time, you know, you and I do, being jujitsu players, we've choked thousands of people. 
and been choked thousands of times. Yep. And I've never been hurt from a chokehold. I've never hurt someone from a choke. Big whoop, dude. I've been choked a thousand times. It's my thing. <laughs> it's how I come. <laughs> I've been choked. Th- it's like, right, get a life. You guys. It's, the intent of the chokehold, though, was like in an MMA, like. Yeah, you're not doing it. Like... The other guy knows it, it's a. He also knows how to do these moves, hopefully. Hey, also, I mean, guess what? People I, being arrested by the police, they they don't get the option to like tap out. Yeah, it's not an MMA yeah. fight. <laughs> so, I mean, they yeah, they that. can technically Clearly. they could technically tap out, but there's no ref there to be like they're tapping out. This the the cop can be like, no. Yeah, we we. I mean, that's what it, this whole thing. Yeah, it's about so like, that's that, that should be their argument. Chokehold should be legal, but cops should also have like a referee that's just next to them at all times. So it's getting, um, just make it also a Black Panther party person. Just, yeah. Also, I, I don't understand their argument. If you want somebody to comply, choking them to unconsciousness or death, they're not complying. You're just murdering them. Yeah, like they're not actually complying with anything. No, right. They're complying to the racist cops. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think I've gotten. Yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit more because it gets. Check, please. Someone from a chokehold ever thousands and thousands and thousands of repetitions. And here's the deal: if I want to subdue you and I'm not allowed to choke you, guess what I have to do? I have to hit you. Right. I have to hit you in the head, and I have to hit you in the head usually with an object. And this is if I'm not shooting you. Right. So I pull out my baton and I start hitting you in the head. I have seen individuals take, more, you know. Four, five, eight shots to the head with batons or with weapon strikes and be perfectly fine and keep – maybe not be perfectly fine, but they keep fighting. They keep fighting. Yeah. And finally, you have to beat someone until they stop. I think Rodney King is a great example of that. Rodney King, a chokehold, would have been – would have been there would have been no video. There would have been no riots, nothing. Somebody would have known what to do there. They would have gone and put Rodney King to sleep, cuffed him, put him in the back of the yeah. car, and you'd have been fine. Instead, the only thing those cops knew how to do was hit him in the head. Well, hitting someone in the head, just like when you watch a boxing match, how often does someone in a boxing match actually get knocked out? Right. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Why? Because it's hard to knock someone out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah. Except every, they keep talking about how safe it is, but, like, how many fucking people do they keep choking to death? Well, also, the the part that made me, like, literally pull my car over and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Is the Rodney King thing because, like, we've all seen the Rodney King footage, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like six yes. cops just beating the shit out of him. Yeah. It's not just, yeah, it's like that wouldn't have been helped by a chokehold because there's six dudes beating the shit out of Rodney King. So I don't understand. Is his argument is that the cops are just too fucking stupid to know what to do? I, I don't know what his argument is. I his just... argument is that if somebody had just known how to put Rodney King in a choke... So you're telling me that there's eight people uh, that don't know what... Or however many fucking people See, were there just the, beating the shit out of him. And what's crazy what is, like, uh, it's again, like, the thing with, like, fucking Rush Limbaugh being like, so if Kaepernick got a job, would you fucking stop breaking my targets? It's like, it's not about that. Like, the Rodney King thing, it, he's like, there'd be no... 
there'd be no riots if Rodney King just got like choked unconscious. It's like, yeah, there would be. Because like yeah. the issue was that Rodney King did nothing like he didn't deserve to be brutalized by the yeah. cops. The issue yeah. was police brutality. And fucking just choking out a guy who did nothing wrong is police brutality. And there still would have been and the and and people the riot started after those police got off. Yeah. People weren't just like, oh, you did this thing. Those police did that thing, and then they got off, and then the riots happened. It has nothing to do with the fucking... How they yeah. brutalized him, you fucking dumb marine sack of um, shit. This is what they do, though. Like, they... They always, like, focus on this weird, like, pedantic, like, thing that's, like... It's, like, not the main issue, but they'll be like, hey, you can't ban this because... XYZ or whatever or and and then you're left having to have this argument about like this other thing that wasn't even like the you know original issue police brutality uh right and then it, you're just kind of like that yeah and then you just catch yourself being like yeah cuz that's what they want you to do they want you to get yeah. into the point where you're just like Go into the weeds about other shit. Yeah, about chokeholds and yeah. their effectiveness. And it's like it's not about that. It's about literally the police are brutalizing people and there's no consequences for it. It's yeah. like uh, Donald Trump in that interview being like, "They kill white people too, <laughs> more white people even." It's like, <laughs> like, good okay. like what are you like? Okay, so they're saying they're not just. Murdering, they're murdering everybody. Like, I do. I, an argument. It makes sense. Kenny, you're I do like the argument for us. Yeah. It's systemic, you dumb idiot. Before we go to the next thing, Kenny, I do like that your Donald Trump is just Huckleberry Hound or Snagglepuss. <laughs> uh, white people are getting Trump even more. <laughs> white people, white people get murdered by the cops more even. Brown, black, blue, <laughs> even white. What do even? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that just kind of like literally that almost made me have a fucking aneurysm. Is just the <laughs> Rodney King thing of that guy being like the Rodney King thing wouldn't happen if they still beat the shit out of him, but in a different way. Like you're missing the point, you stupid dickhead named Jocko. They need Joe Rogan to just commentate the whole thing. That yeah, if he was happen. just like screaming about DMT and <laughs> jamming bugs up your dick hole, whatever they're doing, Fear Factor, while a guy was getting beat up, <laughs> it would get $100 million to be on ESPN. Um, yeah, so obviously he has some thoughts on Chaz. Um, he was upset about Chaz and another thing. Uh, I'm going to play that clip can actually there can be a net effect directly attributable to your actions right and in yeah. this case we have a woman who said chaz is great summer of love go on down to chaz and we have businesses destroyed yeah. and at least three people shot god knows how many bodies are hidden there and we had a complicit media and just keep the reason this is so important is because it's a microcosm of exactly what will happen with the violent protests. Just like now they're trying to blame yeah. the coronavirus cases on a rally. They tried to yeah, blame it, the same day as the rally. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we could test that quickly. Right. They're not putting that on any of the violent protests where people no. are not wearing masks and screaming at cops. Thank God they have sneeze shields. Um, 
I don't know why. I don't know where they get those shields now for yeah. cops. It's like they get them at the, like on the top of the. Oh, they just got them when Ponderosa Steakhouse was having yeah, a fire sale. Exactly. Just got all <laughs> like a cop could do. Oh, look at that. <laughs> hey, that could be good for the precinct. <laughs> just cut that out, and we'll have a lot of them. Just the, the subway sneeze shield. Yeah, yeah the yeah, subway yeah, sneeze shield goes up and down. Yeah. Subway, eat fresh. <laughs> Really? Mid-2000s John Lovett Subway commercial. Oh, I didn't see that oh, one. I was yeah, like, that was owned by Gremlins? <laughs> References. Tried to bang my wife, nice. John Lovett. Whoa! What? Yikes. Say, who's your husband? How come I haven't heard of him? <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, he doesn't like Chaz. He doesn't. Uh, yeah. But also, John Lovett's fucked his wife. <laughs> this he is doesn't like I... Chad. Known Chad, John Lovett's. This is yeah, my fucking... impression. <laughs> That Chad meme, but just replace it with John Lovitz. <laughs> I like pussy. This is my impression of Steven Crowder's impression of John Lovitz. I'm John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, let me see. You didn't pull a clip of that, right? By I'm the going... way, uh, can I just like... Um... I live in Seattle, so when he made the podcast, first of all, it wasn't Chaz anymore. It was called uh, Chop. No, and... to be fair, when he did make it, it was still Chaz when he did the oh. episode. Yeah, so I'll give also, him that. It's like it's like two square blocks in the Capitol Hill neighborhood. So, like, what does he mean? How many bodies are hidden there? Where would <laughs> where would they hide? <laughs> Also, the businesses, like, uh, weren't destroyed. There was a lot of businesses down there that were still open, and it wasn't violent. And um, it ended because, uh, yeah, some people got shot, but there's basically rumored that it was white supremacists that showed up and shot people. And then the there were some business owners that decided to take it upon themselves to sue the city of Seattle to put pressure on them to shut it down. Right. And some lady who owned the business down there was like, I I just don't know why I'm expected to give up my peace of mind for this movement. I support it, but I don't want to give up like So No, you're the you're the problem. So So another thing I didn't pull the clip because there's no way to cut it without playing the whole thing. Uh but I sent it to you guys where it's like a ten minute clip of him going to I don't know if it's the chop or the but it's somewhere, um and he just walks up to this guy painting on a building. And he's painting like a mural, like a in memoriam to someone who got murdered by the cops. And he's just like, that's a, that's a nice mural. Can you, do you mind telling me a little bit about this case? So the guy tells him. And then Steven Crowder goes into his like, what do you mean by defund the police thing? The guy recognizes him. The guy recognizes he's trying to do that thing where he's like talking down to you. <laughs> and he's just like, well, you're not going to do that to me. I know this and that. And kind of starts ripping into him and being like, you're not shit, dude. You're. I know what you're trying to do. You don't represent people here. And he goes, oh, okay. and all of a sudden his tone shifts. He's like, okay, well, who owns this building? Let's call the cops and uh, see if this is a business. And like a neighborhood like watch guy comes and he's like, he's allowed to do this. It's fine. They're like, okay, well, we'll still call the cops and see what they have to say about it. And it's just like, dude, you're such a fucking, such a snitch. You're such a bootlicking snitch. And, like, the second things turn for you, you freak out. He's like uh, a fucking Looney Tunes character where he's like, that's why I think, like, the alt-right and all of them, they're like the 
Bugs Bunny putting on the glasses and going like, Ugh, you wouldn't hit a Nazi with glasses. Like, well, they just I mean, Steven Crowder on. is Bugs Bunny in a dress, so he likes putting on glasses. <laughs> um, Remember when he, like, tricked that hunter into having sex with him? Yeah. <laughs> It was good. Um, so, Kenny, can you do your uh, John Lovitz impression again? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm John Lovitz! Okay. <laughs> so there's a reason that Kenny's um, John Lovitz is Gilbert Godfrey, because here's Steven Crowder's Bernard Sanders. That's enough of that. That's his uh, Bernie Sanders impression. And it's funny because in the comments, <laughs> so I'm looking at the comments now. And um, first of all, the first comment is, Ayo, why is this guy always in a dress? Seems sus. <laughs> so I guess in the video at some point, it's an eight minute video. So I guess at some point in the video, he's in a dress or in a dress multiple times. And the comment under that is like, it's funny because he's so alpha. Nope. So it's just like very weird how his fans are like homophobic, like transphobic people. And the second someone's like, hey, yo, this dude wears a dress a lot. He doesn't need to. That's kind of like, that's, that's kind of weird, right? They're like, no, it's funny because he's so straight that he would never... We're dressed for real. It's like, all right, I mean, dude. It's fucking. It's because Crowder's body is peak alpha male. Oh yeah, that weird tweet or whatever. Okay, yeah. did you see that tweet? No. It's like a vibe. You know that tweet that people do where they tweet like a picture of like a big fat guy and be like, "This is what peak performance looks like." Yeah. You may not like it. So that's based off a Stephen Crowder tweet where he tweeted like. <laughs> A picture of this, like, big, hairy, Russian, like, fucking MMA guy. And he's like, this is what peak performance looks like. This is what the ideal male body looks like. You may not like it, but it's true. So, that sounds like a guy who's uh, super straight. So straight. (laughs) That's... Yeah, that's... uh, A lot of his comedy comes back to being just very... Obsessed. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of it, too, like, I think, I didn't realize this, because I know for a while there was, like, a lot of hate directed towards Amy Schumer, and we played yeah. that clip earlier. Like, I'm convinced that it all came from Steven Crowder and that interview. Mm-hmm. Oh, it had to have. Who was telling me, was it was it you, Kenny, that would, like, that apparently he just, like, would go on and on, like, on his oh, show about... Yeah, he broke down her whole... He broke down her whole, yeah. that Netflix special, that, like, the trolls flooded and gave one star. Remember that? That was him. Yeah. So he like okay. broke. So he, but he like him and like one of his minions broke it down. By the way, all the people on his show have like weird names, like yeah. half half black Garrett, not gay John, half Asian Larry. They all have like these weird. And I think he thinks he's doing like a Stern thing, where Stern would have names like Stuttering John or like Big Fat Dumb. 
Artie like Lang or fucking specific. whatever. Yeah. It's like half Asian lawyer guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they just Why? like broke down Amy Schumer's like whole Netflix special and are like, this is not funny. It's like, say what you want about Amy Schumer. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of her. But it's also like, I first heard of Amy Schumer where she was doing like, Opie and Anthony and like tough crowd style shit with like Patrice and like Bill Burr and like those guys. So it's like, well, clearly she has more respect in comedy than you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, what? She she probably doesn't give a shit that you're. She got paid sixty million dollars to do a Netflix, but she doesn't give a fuck if Stephen Crowder's giving it one star. Who gives a fuck about you? Anyway, um, I digress. Uh, so one of the comments is uh why does he sound like gilbert godfrey and then the <laughs> the people go he said this on the show it's an inside joke nope so it's just like what's the 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 only thing i can think of for being an inside joke is that they're both old jewish men which is anti-semitic here's, here's the thing though about bernie sanders is that he has a very distinct heavy Brooklyn accent. <laughs> so, and Gilbert like Godfrey <laughs> sounds like the bird from Aladdin, which he is. <laughs> yeah, they both have, like, distinct voices. I don't know why you would choose that. It's funny, because if, it's keeping it in line with his funnier die bit, If the he voice, does a bad impression. So, oh, shit. That's, the whole, that's his whole career, is that bit? That's the biggest fucking loop. So, it would still be a bad joke, now this is just us workshopping Steven Crowder bits. <laughs> it would still be a bad joke if he just did like a stereotypical Jewish voice, like a Woody Allen voice for Bernie. And it's just like, it's funny because he's a neurotic New York City Jew. But to just be like, right. this is Gilbert Godfrey, who's like the most distinct voice yeah. in comedy you can do. It makes no <laughs> sense. Or do fucking duck. Like, or do like Bernie Sanders birds. as like Andrew Dice Clay. Do anything, but you're just doing, like, the most distinct voice at all of comedy. Also, there's, like, specific things that Bernie says and mannerisms that he has. That you can't do as Gilbert Gossard. He's a cause... really easy person to do an impression of. Like, like kind of... Like not... Nope. Apparently not. Amador, do your Bernie. Now, here's what we do. We're gonna take Steven Crowder to the back room, and we're gonna murder him. See? Yeah. Uh, and and like, right. no offense to you, Amador, but like, if we had to rank all the Bernie Sanders voices of all time, that would be like in the bottom <laughs> half of it. That's not even that good of a Bernie, but it's like decent enough that you could tell it's Bernie if you just did that. Yeah. Steven Crowder is just like, I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to be like, my name is. I can't do a Gilbert Godfrey. I'm not going to. It's going to hurt my throat. Uh, but like, just before we go on, so John Lovett. <laughs> <laughs> no, Steven Crowder doesn't like John Lovitz because John Lovitz had sex with his wife, right? Fact. Yeah. Go on. Um, I, I, I sent you a clip. <laughs> okay. Real quick, I found this comment I want to read, and I'll play that. I'm sorry. Uh, I think I figured out why this is so hilarious, despite the Gilbert Godfrey impre impression sounding nothing like Bernie Sanders. It's similar to how Dr. Girlfriend from Adventure Bros, having the voice of a of dude... Okay. okay, it's it's similar to how Dr. Girlfriend from Venture Bros have a dude voice, obviously, 
is hilarious. This guy types weird. It subverts expectations of what the audience thinks the character should sound like. So with this impression, yeah. instead of having a refined, stuffy, elderly politician, one would expect from a figure like Barney, the audience is surprised read more. When seemingly out of nowhere, Bertie morphs into a crazy, unhinged profanity spewing squawker whose mannerisms nevertheless ironically reflect how fundamentally crazy his socialist ideas are. That's a stretch, I think. Uh, yeah. One, first of all, it but, doesn't subvert my expectation because I never thought Steven Crowder was funny. Yeah, and also, like, um, yeah, that's not what he's doing. <laughs> he's just he's just a lazy asshole. Um, yeah, so we have proof that Steven Crowder's uh, wife was fucked by John. Uh, the, the, yeah, John the critic Lovitz. This is John Lovitz uh, reviewing uh, Stephen Crowder's wife's vagina. This is an interview with um, oh Oprah, right? He did this with. This yeah. is an exclusive. No, he did this on that. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Oh, on o Oprah and The View to talk about it. Yeah, and then he also nice. did it again on that David Letterman Netflix talk <laughs> show. It was uh, it was Barack Obama, and then John Lovitz was the second guest. And yeah. The they asked him, like, and David Letterman's like, what's, uh, hey, uh, what's Stephen Crowder's uh, wife? What's her wife's pussy smell like? And this is what he said. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. God damn it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the second time our just theme songs are randomly playing in the fucking clips, dude. Uh, but yeah. So uh, here's two things we know 100%. Undisputable facts about Steven Crowder is his dad is a close, personal, possibly lover of Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein, and that John Lovitz <laughs> fucked the shit out of his wife. Those are the two things we know for sure about Steven Crowder. That's everything, all you need to know. Everything else is up for debate, but those two things are as certain as God is a woman and a Muslim. Named Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Steven Crowder. Hope we never have to talk about this guy again. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes. Um, and uh, where else do we have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wherever the fuck. SoundCloud? Yeah, where SoundCloud. That's the other place. Jesus Christ. Also, you can find our page on Facebook. Yeah, like it. Please and send Kenny all your dick pics. He likes those. Um, and uh, goodbye for ever. Goodbye.